Welcome, horror fam, to HHN 365, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Duff, Jess, and Jonathan. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey, hey. What's up? We're back together. Yeah, we're here. We're all in this together. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. On today's show, we will be comparing 31 versus 32 in a bracket-style showdown. But before we get to that, as always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube at HHN365, and at TikTok at HHN365Pod. Uh, we have an amazing Discord. The link is in the description. And we have a merch shop at HHN365.com. You can always leave us a voicemail at 407 906 Four one three four. We have some eight three six five news, some regular news. Let's hop into it. Yeah. So let's start with the three six five news. Get rid of the housekeeping. Uh, so as we're trying to do every month, have a HHN three six live and a live Discord event. We now have both of those scheduled on Friday, February twenty third. We will be live at Universal on TikTok doing our 3-6 live. You could watch us on TikTok. You could join us there. Come meet up with us. We have special stickers for the occasion. Uh, and then our Discord event will be live in our Discord server on February Wednesday the 28th. Uh, and I think we're going to play a fun game of HHN Change My Mind. So we want you guys to come in. We're going to give, I guess you could call it a hot take about the event. And we want you to come on mic in text, however you feel comfortable doing it, and change our mind. Yep. So please come join us for us. those two events. They will be a lot of fun. All right. So are we ready to get into the news, news and rumors? I guess there's nothing really big to talk about. <laughs> um, but we do have a segment. Actually, we didn't have it for um, like two weeks now. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna introduce oh, it, Jess. Was there nothing last week when I wasn't here? Nope. Nope. Not nothing <gasps> regarding Mr. Murdy. He took time off because he knew I was sick. He, <laughs> Murdy tweets. Murdy tweets. <laughs> Yes, um, Murdy tweets are back uh, in the segment where we talk about uh, John Murdy, the creative director of Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood, gives out some information. Uh, and this one isn't, this tweet isn't like anything too big, but it sort of ties to something we've talked about, I mean, potentially previously. And basically, he responded to the question where someone asked, uh, hey, are there any gore-filled houses this year? Uh, and he responded with, yes, worse than you can imagine. I almost puked when I wrote it. Uh, and a lot of people are speculating that this is related to the house that uh, that he talked about a while ago that might be like the most dark and disturbing house he ever wrote for Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood. So, yeah, that is the that is the Murdy tweet of today. Um, and he said that was an IP, right? That, he said that, that one was an IP. One? We don't know for sure if this is related, but he did uh, say that was an IP. I'm going to be honest, the way he worded it, it sounds like he was being very sarcastic and he's just joking. It's it's possible too. It does not sound like he's actually following anything up. The way he said, "I almost puked when I wrote it." I don't know. It just doesn't come off as a like a genuine tweet, in my opinion. That's Murdy, hmm. though. I he think kind it, of is that person. It's just Murdy joking around a little bit. Because and also in context of when he did this, he was sarcastically responding to a bunch of other people about different things. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but I think this was a different day. Than the than the one was it, where but it he was, was like wasn't it just like a couple days in a row? Kind of yeah, so it could be related to that. Uh, it could not. It it's kind of up in the air because he did do like genuine like answers too, like during mm. that time. Um, so it there you're right because there is a likelihood that this could just be one of the joke ones that he did. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about uh, our side in Universal Studios Florida a bit more. Uh, and that's everyone's favorite seasonal offering. The All Hallows Eve Bayou Boutique is now open at Islands of Adventure. Ah, uh, yes. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that store that always looks similar now kind of is uh, Mardi Gras. <laughs> Ooh. 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 It's set dress slightly different. No, wait. I really like the. Um, I haven't seen it in person, but the stained glass panels that Skipper Haas designed. Those are pretty cool. Oh yeah, those def- are nice. It, those it, has ver- it just has very cool elements to it. Yeah, I don't want. It's still the vibe is the same. It's two yes. circular rooms with a checkout counter. What do you want? <laughs> I do appreciate that they keep doing it though, and it seems like people kind of stopped caring that they do it. But they're like, yeah, it's fun. Who cares? 
Yeah, they even this one they even have like some projection work mm. in here that I think uh, oh. works. Yeah, works really nicely. Um, I wouldn't say it's the it's the version of this that has like the most like sets and and stuff, but I think the projection work is really what makes this one shine because there's some sections where it's like, oh, okay, I like this. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Um, the next piece of news is something that we recently found out just like a couple days ago uh, when we were hanging in the hanging out in the Curse Coconut Club, uh, where on the top level uh, of the Curse Coconut Club, where there's a, where there's a, there's a bar, um, a guitar hanging above it uh, now has the name Pine Straw Spruce written on it. Uh, so we got a little HHN Easter egg in there, or none of us noticed it before, um, and we just caught it. I, I have no idea. Very possible. That's a fun little Easter egg. I like that. Yeah, it was very cute. Good little Easter egg. Adorable. (laughs) We'll have to check it out maybe soon. Jess, did you see the news about uh, your new favorite thing at Universal? Oh, the thing I didn't get to comment on last week? Yeah, that thing. Oh, um, no, I didn't actually. (laughs) Should I have read the the outline before we started? Wow, I got exposed right there. Uh, nope. It, where is it? Oh, well. I can't find uh, it on the outline. <laughs> Universal's Monster Makeover oh. is a limited time experience lasting <gasps> until April 7th only. Uh, <laughs> this is my, my live reaction. <laughs> what? What? Why? I mean, I can assume why. I figured it was never permanent to begin with, but yeah. wow. I mean, what I, is that? Three months? Not even? I get the sense it's probably like a Let's see how it does, period. And if it yeah. makes a killing, it's not going anywhere. I could see them putting this somewhere on City Walk and giving it like a dedicated space. Mm. Is it if making it a killing? I don't know. Yeah. I, when I went, they were booked. I was really? the, the first day of Mardi Gras was so like a week and a half ago at this point. Um, they were fully booked and they were only taking like advanced reservations. I didn't ask how far out the reservations were, but they were booked for that day and there were three people in there. Good so. for them. Yeah. Has and that my last opinion on it. Eh, who knows? Oh yeah, go ahead, please. I think that for the price, what you're getting is actually really worth it because it's a full airbrush look with high quality, like this is professional. You are getting what scare actors get. You're getting that treatment. I think 125 for a full face from a licensed cosmetologist in the state of Florida, because they have to be, is a steal. Because if you were to rent out a private makeup artist for a full face that you get to pick a design from something predetermined that they already do. You're gonna spend at least two fifty, so you're getting that for half the price in a theme park, and it's stunning. I the the Pew two video, um, she looked so mm-hmm. fucking good. That Bride of Frankenstein makeup is amazing. So it's not for everybody. I don't. I know it's not gonna last forever. I don't think I would do it unless somebody paid for me to do it because I ain't got that money. But it's a fun little treat if you like want something to plus your day. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I it's it is what it is. I'm a makeup person, so I'm gonna find it a little bit yeah. cooler. But I, res- I don't need. To I do respect it. that it's available of uh, that quality. mainly. Yeah. very very impressive that they're actually making that an option. Good job. I Universal. would worry that it would melt off my face in like ten minutes in the hot, in the hot point of sun. So I'm glad it's only going to April seventh because <laughs> That's if it gets true. any hotter, it's it's probably not going to last in my face. I wonder. Because it's if it's airbrush, they have the option. I, I'm going to go too deep into this, but they have the option to do alcohol-based paint instead, and that is waterproof. So mm. I'm curious, or they could put a sealant on it. Ben Nye creates. Uh, it's a fantastic. It's what the princesses use. Um, ben Nye makes a fantastic thing that you can just spray on the face. So I'm curious if they do make it kind of like sweatproof mm. for Florida. If anybody's done it, let me know. You can reach out to me if anybody wants to pay for me to do it. I'll do it on live. <laughs> I'm not above that. <laughs> Shoot your shot, Jess. Hey, I just want—I want to do the experience. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a little ho for a makeup experience. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, we have a pretty big rumor that's kind of a slew of rumors all in one. Uh, that's coming mm-hmm. from uh, Park Stop, uh, Alicia Stella, uh, and it's—it's it's a bunch of Ghostbusters to Universal related items. Uh, we talked about this recently with the ecto one coming to the park and and what that could mean um well uh, there's there's any any guess would have worked because it sounds like it's coming in every single capacity it probably can to the event <laughs> according to these rumors 
Uh, first one, it is rumored to be a part of the new parade at Universal Studios Florida. That's kind of the one we were leaning towards. Like, that's probably what Ecto-1 means, mm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. And I still wouldn't be surprised if that is the case. And that's exactly what Ecto-1 itself meant. Uh, but also the new Lagoon show. It, it's rumored to include Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters could also be this year's, or at least part of this year's, summer tribute store. Uh, and also, a big one, an attraction brought to Universal Studios Florida. Yeah, I mean, that is the huge one, right? Well, not for uh, our podcast, but yeah. There's, there's still <laughs> one more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, another, th- actually, going a little deeper into this, one of the interesting things that the the article said is that one of the rumored concepts is, uh, like, you know, could be a special effects show. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be similar to the one that was there at the parks originally. Um, but it's kind of cool that it is like a something possibly floating, uh, you know, in the concept room of like, hey, we could do it again, just uh, you know, with new technology and stuff. They could make that pretty badass today. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Yes. Uh, anyways, the big one, of course, on our HHN podcast will be. Uh, potentially a house based on Ghostbusters, potentially leaning towards the newer film series coming this year. Again, possibly. <laughs> what what would we think about Ghostbusters? Forget which property of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters as a franchise coming back to HHM. Uh... <laughs> Sums up my thoughts. Yeah, like like I gotta be honest, I. You know, I, I like Ghostbusters as a property. I think Ghostbusters is a great property. You know, I love a lot of the films and you know, in the in the franchise itself. But seeing how it was implemented and go, you know, in HHN twenty nine, where scares weren't really the priority, I'm afraid if they do Ghostbusters again, it's their scares are just not going to be the priority again, and it's just going to fall flat for me like the one in HHN twenty nine did. Mm-hmm. And then, Mike, I know you had a slightly higher opinion about the house in 29 than either of us did. Did How would you feel? I, I'd like to see the new movie. I think if that movie um, is a hit and has a lot of fun, exciting locations and some cool special effects and a good story, I think it could work. Um, especially if they lean heavily into to the, um, that one. Um, I think the timing is off quite a bit, whereas the movie comes out in March and the house wouldn't come until September. Um, but it's still possible. Um, I would have to see the movie to have any strong opinions. But um, I think there's worse properties, for sure. I, I don't think it would be too bad. Fair. Jess, not letting you get out of this one. Oh, my God. I mean, everybody already knows how I feel about Ghostbusters, but... I did not think it hit in 29. I know it hit for some people, but the overall consensus is that it wasn't the best IP house. Um, I don't need to see it again. I don't want to see it again. Can we please do something else? <laughs> yeah, the new That's series. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, because then here, here's my thing. Did, was the Ghostbusters house better than the Beetlejuice house? Yes. But if we're going to keep giving IPs a shot that didn't do well, I don't want to hear it when the Beetlejuice conversation comes up again because, like, we're going to keep shooting ourselves in the foot. Do something new and exciting. Do something else. Stop doing these things to hold on to nostalgia. Sometimes you have to do it, but if it's a whole new property with an old IP, you know what I mean? Mm. I get it. But, of course, nostalgia sells. You slap the Ghostbusters logo on that HHN poster, and that's bringing people in by itself. I know. If you have Five Nights at Freddy's, too, it's like, just watch the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be a very big uh, one-two punch. Yeah. No, I, uh, well, hey, I know I will be only going to the originals that year. (laughs) Uh, No, I... I like when we have IPs for everybody. That's not what I'm not, you know, I'm not saying we shouldn't have it. I just think that 29 proved that maybe your nostalgic favorite doesn't always have to have a house. Yeah, you've learned that the hard way. I have. And I've been the most honest about it. And I hate when people use Ghostbusters as an argument against me because I didn't like that house either. Yeah. 
I didn't like either, so also wouldn't yeah. work against me. Uh, anyways, we do have one more bit of an HHN speculation rumor season kicking off here. And um, Jonathan, it's coming from everyone's favorite insider. Yes, it is. Uh, it's coming from a Legacy uh, on uh, on Blue Sky on that platform. And basically, he just sent out a post. Yeah, they're called posts on Blue Sky, I think. Um, and basically said um, in regards to clues, because Legacy's been sort of hinting, uh, and we've talked about it previously on the podcast, that clues are going to be coming eventually, you know, soon, you know, however, you know, whatever that exactly means. Um, but he said, I can give you a hint. The first HHN clue I do this year will not be Five Nights at Freddy's. There's no sense in starting with the house everyone expects. In fact, I may save that one for the bitter end with like a devil emoji that's smiling. How does that, how does that read to a you, lot of people, A lot of people have been talking about on our Discord, on multiple Discords in the forums, that the bitter end is such an interesting choice of words. Um, a very interesting choice of words, actually. Um, because there is, I'm not going to call it like a rumor, because it's not. It's just a theory, I guess, among people, um, is the best way to describe it. That Five Nights at Freddy's may not be coming to the event. Like, just to court, like, just, I don't know how, like, the consensus of, like, Discord and whatever came to it, but it happened. Um, and everyone's like, is he saying the better end because it might not actually be coming? Um, and something sort of related to this as well as someone on a uh, on a Discord server basically went like, hey, you know, what's a reason that might not come? Maybe the the creator, uh, Scott, whatever uh, their, their name is, um, says like maybe no, you know, what, could that be possible? And I guess he's like, yeah, I mean, if if, if someone I think he's like a producer, or he's somewhere important in the in the films. Like, if he says no, that could possibly relate to uh, it not coming. You know, like that's a possibility. It's not something like outlandish or whatever. Um, I'm not saying the exact words. I'm very much summarizing because I don't have it in front of me. But that's you know sort of what it is. Um, so I don't know. This is a this is an interesting very interesting piece of information here that you can sort of take in a lot of ways because legacy is good like that <laughs> also if we're sticking to the is it not coming thing is there a possibility that the a and d team looked at this property and said listen we, we aren't gonna be able to pull this off the way you want us to so it'd probably be better if we stay away i i think there's a good chance uh i i mean just from like Per, you know, personal watching the film and going like on my own going, I don't know how this can work just based on the costumes and the fact that the film strives away from horror, like as much as it can and showing anything. Um, it feels like the film is, doesn't really want to full on be a horror movie at all. Um, and, you know, just watching it, I was like, I don't know how this can work. And there is a good world. There is a world where A&D said the same thing. I, as much as I would kind of not want to see it because I, I wouldn't have too much hope for it again, just from what I saw from the film, um, man, there'd be a lot of dev devastated five nights fans because people have been talking like it's a done deal for a long time. So they've been talking like they're definitely getting the house that they want to see more than anything. And this will absolutely shatter their hearts if it does not end up coming to the event. Oh, absolutely. So I'd feel, I'd feel a little bad. But personally, I hope he's meaning it's not coming. I'm going to agree, selfishly. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. I I hope that that's what it means. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry, actually. Mike, we'll you, Mike, you need to say you want to see it or we're going to get canceled, okay? I, I kind of want to see it. All right. Oh, there I, we go. Michael I, I, I want to see how they do it. I really want to see. Not, I'm not necessarily going to say that I'm super excited for a Five Nights at Freddy's house, but I am excited to see how they pull off a Five Nights at Freddy's house. Um, so I think it would be fun to, to see just how they do it. Now, obviously, it could we could have a Chucky, um, but uh, <laughs> I I think it, it's fun to 
to not be able to conceptualize something and be like, how are they going to do this? Um, I'm excited for it if it comes for, for that reason. All right, we're not going to get canceled. Quote. I like that take, though, Mike. I, I like the yeah. uh, optimism. The, the intrigue in it, too, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm definitely I, I, in, intrigued. I would be curious on how they would do it. I just don't I know if I'd want to potentially waste a house on it. That. I don't want another Chucky. I feel like I have trauma from last year. And I'm worried that, like, we're just going to throw money at a big IP that needs, like, big suits or animatronics or da 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 and we don't get it because yeah. Chucky. Yeah. It's very yeah. possible. Like really expensive arcade cabinets that like yeah. like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how this rumor evolves, but it is interesting that we have so quickly gone from everyone expects this to be a thing to suddenly from one very 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 vague comment, oh it's not coming. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, this is definitely not a done deal in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, and this rumor will continue to go both ways, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll be talking about it for a while. All right, well, what do we say we get into our main segment, where we are going to basically take HHN 31 and HHN 32, and in the way that makes the least sense possible, choose which one was better. How do we do that? We take all 10 houses from both events, put them against another house, bracket style, until we find a champion. Um, Are we doing majority rules? Like, we all have to Yes, we, we have to together? agree. Oh, we geez. have to agree. So we will have to concede at points. So if there's a 2-2 two, two tie, we, someone, has, someone to. has to concede. Yes, oh, to make I it move. I promise you it ain't gonna be this bitch. <laughs> Some of them, the thing is, you'll okay, care less, we'll you know what I mean? Um, okay, we'll see. Quickly, just to go over how we laid out this bracket, we tried to split it up. So for the most part, it's going to be 31 versus 32. However, in this bracket, we basically had to make like almost like a wild card round, if you will. Um, and in that scenario, it's the 9 versus 10 house of, let's say, this year. So we're going to start off with Chucky versus Stranger Things uh, with kind of our it was our averaged out rankings is how we got these seedings, by the way. Um, mm. And that will move on to face the number one seed from HHN 31. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah. So basically, we're going to start with these wild card rounds, and then we're going to move into 31 versus 32. Hell yeah. Uh, which will be interesting because, again, these are our rankings, the way they're seeded. So are we going right. to start so going they're... against our rankings when we when we look at it and break it down more? I think there's a couple where we could. I definitely think it could happen. I can't get over the fact that you spelled it Yeti CC instead of CK. Oh, that's weird. Oops. I'm, I I have been staring at that for the past <laughs> two minutes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yuck. Like cuck, yuck. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Remember how it took me until the last weekend to realize why it was cuck? All right. So let's start out. Right where I said we would, we're going to do HHN 32's first wild card round, which is the ninth seeded Stranger Things versus the tenth seeded Chucky. Um, I I don't. Are we going to have to talk about this one too much? I don't think we. I don't. I don't. I I'll just say I vote for Stranger Things. But I don't. I, I don't want to vote for either of these. You have to. I'm sorry. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Absolutely. All right. I don't never think it's close. So Stranger Things will move on to face Legends Collide in the next round. Our next wild card matchup, we're going to go to HHN 31, where we have the Horrors of Blumhouse as our seventh seed versus Halloween, our eighth seed. Could This feels like one that could potentially flip. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're, they're closer than the other one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Whereas I think Strange Chucky was was a clear stinker of that. I think Blumhouse and Halloween, I think they were closer, um, closer to quality, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, it's tough. This I, one hurts my brain. I think with the, <laughs> with the extra year, Halloween is a lot closer to Blumhouse than it was after thirty one ended. I think. There are some bigger scale sets, some more well-designed scares. 
Whereas Blumhouse was just kind of reliant on a lot of the grabber being scary in the dark. Yeah. I think the thing that hurts Blumhouse is that it's, it's half a really good house. Um, and the other half was not so great. Mm-hmm. Halloween was a solid house throughout. Um, yeah. I think I might I, do I'm it. Gonna have to vote, I'm going to have to vote for Halloween. I think I'm with yeah. you, Mike. I'm going to go Halloween. I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know, on the opposite. Because I, I, looking back, I think I do like Halloween more than I did during the year. But I'm just remembering like all of the like the funny memories I had in Blumhouse because Blumhouse did have like a lot of moments that I just had fun in, you know, with like certain lines and scenes and characters and whatnot. And I remember most of the time going through Halloween just due to my like relationship with the character, like how I feel about the character was kind of just bored. Then, you know, like, you know, the sets are, you know, very nice and, you know, and, and there's so cool scares, but I never felt like super interested in it walking through while Blumhouse I know there were like a lot of times where I'm like I don't know I'm I'm having a lot of fun in here so I'm gonna have to go Blumhouse okay all right Jess it's on you (sighs) see I didn't really love either of these too much like I had fun in both of them but (sighs) the thing that makes me want to pick one over the other is scenic like solely because I feel like they were pretty much neck and neck for me throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Just kind of on like on scares and experience. But Halloween had the whole ass house. I know I talk shit about it not having it as the facade, but it did have a whole ass house in there. It did. And that reveal was pretty amazing. I think <sighs> Jonathan, do you have any argument to swing the <laughs> one house? Anything. I on a <sighs> Do you care? No. Okay. I, I have an argument. <laughs> you, I have an argument this way to ho- keep you to Halloween that you keep talking oh. about how that was like that terrified you, like how that, that well, I, I, the, anything with mirrors too, like any room like that alone, like not mirrors, but you know the room with all the Michaels, like anything like that. I'm always gonna get wrecked. And yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess Halloween. Blumhouse <laughs> never really got me like that. Well, there we go. The wild card round paid off. Who would have thought? So number yeah. eight. Halloween goes to face the four seed Oddfellow in the next round. That should be fun. And <laughs> uh, our next wild card round, people are going to think we're crazy that our average rating brought this house this low potentially, but we have the number seven seed, The Last of Us, versus the number eight seed, The Exorcist Believer, both from HHN32. Uh, oh. <sighs> I, I hate that I... I don't do more with the exorcist believer because i thought it was a really well done house but i think the last of us was quite a bit better overall so uh the last of us will be my vote it, it wins on basically everything but scares for me i think i'm gonna have to go opposite i think the the exorcist had scares um i think i think it was a bit more of an iconic house for me mm. Right. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go ex, exorcist. I don't want to go last this time. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me do it again. No, go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. I, I I love both of these, but I I we've talked. about I have a personal reason to pick Last of Us. My my run through layers were special, so I gotta pick it. Uh, and I don't think it's any surprise for me, considering Last of Us was like I think number two on my. Uh, or number three on my rankings uh, that I pick uh, The Last of Us 2. I love this house. Um, Exorcist was good too. I thought that was a really good house, but in my mind, these two are not even on the same playing field. They're, they're both different uh, in uh, way different in rankings. All right. The well, Last of Us will move on, and it has the pleasure of facing the two seed Dead Man's Pier in the next round. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> And our final wildcard round, back to HHN 31, we have the ninth seeded Spirits of the Coven versus the 10 seed Hellblock Horror. Oh. <laughs> I think we just gotta we just gotta do Hellblock. I don't I think I think For financial reasons, I say Hellblock Horror. <laughs> we don't even sell that shirt anymore. Well it already made us the money. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, it made us money as a stretch. But... Well, to not be 
not a feminist i'm picking spirits because <laughs> i'm a woman and i will no. <laughs> stick with my lady my actual vote is going to spirits of the coven anyway okay. so yeah i'm not actually voting for yeah, I, think no, no, no. I think either is the wrong no, choice no. let's be clear <laughs> I, I do think they are both not great houses, but Hellblock was a different level of not great. Yeah. I and I, you guys are not misogynists if you don't pick spirits. I hate that fucking joke. I hate it so much. Uh-huh. Thank God. I wanted to like spirits. I had it my number one. Mike, you and I were we were spirit fans yeah. going into HHN31. And I, I remember when I went through, it was like, oh, I'm going to give it a couple of chances, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you were? Yeah. You were its fa- you really tried. You were campaigning for it for I a did. while. I was like, was it that bad though? Yeah. I'm just no. standing there going, Yes, Mike. I think it was that bad. Yeah. Damn. Uh, uh and yeah, like like you guys said, I'm gonna also go with spirits. Uh even though Hellblock had more of a excuse uh for why it was the way that it was, uh Spirits, in my opinion, was just a better house. Uh, but that was going to ha- happen regardless, uh, given the given the circumstances. And uh, that will send to its doom to face the number one seed, Darkest Deal. All right. Bye-bye, spirits. Let's go back to the top of the bracket and get this one over with. Uh, we have Legends Collide versus Stranger Things. Legends Collide. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I yeah. Do, do we need to I discuss? I even agree with that. Not even Eddie Munson himself could carry <laughs> Stranger Things into a battle against Legends. All right. Unsurprisingly, Legends Collide will advance to the next round. Let's see who it's going to face as we go to the fifth-seeded Descendants um, of Destruction versus the fourth-seeded Universal Monsters Unmasked. Ooh. Did you do this one to like actually attack me personally? Oh, this the, one's a fun These were our averaged here. rankings. I don't know what to tell you. I no, I, I, I think seeded this one them was the like, way it's done. I don't know what to tell you. Do, but like my heart, my heart lies between these two houses somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. This is actually a very hard one for me. Oh fuck. I mean, I have a definitive answer, but it's close. Please go ahead because I do not have one yet. Uh, unmasked for me all right i i you know i think for me unmasked the scale is what really keeps it going so i enjoyed the story and the scares and just the flow and feel of descendants a lot more but there were a lot of wow moments in unmasked where descendants did have at least one big one yeah it did so it makes it tighter than it should be but i think I am going to go Descendants of Destruction. Oh. Yeah. So, I I agree with you, Duff, because I feel like Descendants had, like, two or three moments for me that were, like, holy shit, in different ways. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it did it in a tent, and it didn't need, like, a soundstage parade building space to do that. And I also feel like recency bias is making me want to pick on mass, so... I know Descendants was high up in my final ranking. I think I'm going to go with Descendants. Welcome aboard. Wow. But like post-apocalyptic, who's surprised? Fair. All right, Jonathan. Um, You guys know my answer. Um, uh, Descendants (laughs) of Destruction was, I think, my number two uh, ranking on uh, HHN 31. Uh, I love this house. It resonated with me a ton. I thought the sets and effects, uh, you know, just the mirror effects were just phenomenal i love the story the characters the scares unmasked was a very good house um but i feel like it left me wanting more where the sentence it had a, a lot of the stuff that it had was like all right this is this is perfect for this uh, type of environment so i'm gonna go descendants and that's gonna be our yeah. first upset in a 31 yeah. versus 32 matchup and descendants of destruction takes unmasked down and moves on to face legends collide in the next round I'm glad because I didn't need to do. I did not need to go over on Mass versus Legends. Yeah, no. God, that would have been hard. We already did that, actually. Yeah. Go back a couple episodes if you want to hear that discussion, because technically we've already done it. All right, moving on to the next one. We have the third seeded Weekend versus the sixth seed Mm. Yeti Campground Kills. Oh. I I mean, for me, the Weekend is far and above the better house here. So, yeah. Yeah, the weekend was the 
is it was kind of a miss for me, but I don't think I liked Yeti necessarily. Like I don't have strong opinions enough to like, <sighs> yeah, I still think the weekend wins here for me Two for weekend. Yeah. Well, we know how this ends then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go. Cause, uh, as I said before, Weekend is my favorite Horror Nights house of all time as of now. So, uh, so yeah, it, it beats Yeti. I think the further away we get from the Weekend, the more I don't hold the house as high. And I won't lie, it has an even worse shot now that he has the song again at WrestleMania <laughs> for the fifth year in a row. Which I know sounds so petty, but like y'all, if you watch wrestling as much as my husband and I watch wrestling... I have to hear the song three times a week for up to three hours. (laughs) Like they play it all the time. So it's so hard for me. My vote doesn't matter anymore, but like I will at least try to justify it a little bit. I am just so sick of being forced to hear the same little clips of songs (laughs) since HHN and now. And it's just like, ah, so the recency bias, like take that away. The recency bias of Yeti would also make me pick that, but it doesn't matter anyways. Well, just trying to justify at least a little bit of why. While the weekend advances, I potentially have good news for you, Jess. It will play the winner of uh, the second seated Oddfellow and the eighth seated Halloween, which is where we're at right now. Um, Oddfellow. Oddfellow. I don't think there's much to say. We'll talk more about it when it actually has competition. Yeah. Yeah. Oddfellow moves forward, obviously. All right, moving down, we have the second seeded Dead Man's Pier versus the seventh seed, The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Dead um, Man's Pier. Dead Man's Pier. Yeah. Cute. Jonathan. <coughs> my, I, my vote, I dare you. He's going to say My it. vote doesn't matter. I'd say The Last of Us. You're fucking crazy. The Last of Us couldn't hold a fucking candle to, in an actual match. <laughs> I feel like as much as I love Dead Man's Pier, because I do, I think the sets and, and the atmosphere were, I mean, chef's kiss. They were fantastic. There were a lot of times during the season where I had runs where I just got just a little, uh, I'm not, not going to say like bored as in like Halloween bored, but like disinterested a little bit um, because we had we all had the problem that there wasn't a lot of scares in Dead Man's Pier. Uh, where The Last of Us, I, you know, I sometimes got those types of runs, but I feel like the majority of the time I got runs that just really hit for me. I got runs that had a lot of energy and um, just like got me a lot of the time. Uh, in addition to me already loving the sets and, and the story and the, and, you know, and atmosphere and everything about the last of us. So I, I think primarily on runs is going to be why I put the last of us above dead man's Pier, even if it doesn't matter. Uh, but, but yeah, well, you are correct. It does not matter. Dead man's Pier will advance. <laughs> And it will face the winner of the six-seeded Bugs, Eaten Alive, and the third-seeded Blood Moon, Dark Offerings. Oh. I- I'm worried about my baby. I don't know how far it's going to make it. but uh, Camp versus Gore. It's Blood Moon for me. I think Bugs is a good house. But it's kind of at six for a reason. It, there's yeah, a lot it didn't execute to... on. And I thought Blood Moon... I mean, you know, I know it's not everyone's favorite house here but it was a much more well executed house and a much more beautiful house at that i agree with everything you said duff uh this blood moon for me it's and it's not necessarily close i'm i'm i think i don't know if i'm gonna have them you know i don't know what's what the result's gonna be but i would i probably would say bugs i think looking back on it um i just i i you know even though bugs ended up being a little bit lower than i wanted it to especially compared to the first weekend i did have a lot of fun of it there was a lot of like really cool you know jokes and and i love the atmosphere and the characters and characters that still like i don't know i look back on bugs and i'm like they, they seem i don't know like uh, iconic in a way like some of the characters in that uh were blood moon a lot of the times, uh, because I, I just never got scared in it. Um, and I didn't love the, the fact that all the 
characters were the same, even though that was the point, that was the story of the house. It made sense they were. Um, but because I didn't love those aspects, it kind of fell off for me a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say Bugs. Um, I think Bugs was very inconsistent compared to Blood Moon. Uh, you know, since we keep bringing that up, I feel like that's something that we are taking into consideration. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like the runs I had in Bugs, as much fun as I had, as much as I love camp, I look back and I'm like, I remember so many holes and so many just like issues throughout different costumes and different characters and whatnot. And how many times Jumbo Grub wasn't in the house in the middle of the run. And like, it's really hard for me not to like focus on that. Where in Blood Moon, I think that it benefited from the characters being just cloaked figures because you didn't notice really if you had a hole here or there. It was just kind of like a, oh, he didn't hit the other trigger or the squirrel girl wasn't there. That would be like the one you wouldn't miss. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and also Blood Moon's so pretty. It's also just my vibe. Like it, I, I love camp, but Blood Moon will always be. I think it, it finished like second or third for me for a reason. Yeah, it was second for me. So yeah. uh, it was obviously going to win this one. And yeah. probably well, there we it's go. up to me, it would go further, but I don't think it will. But anyways, it does advance <laughs> past bugs. Uh, so let's move to our next matchup. And this one. <laughs> Ooh. We have the fourth seeded Fiesta de Chupacabras versus the fifth seed Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate. This is hard for you guys? This is hard. No, it's not hard me. for me at all. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I can go right now. I Okay, go. Go ahead, because I'm not done. Okay. Um, Dueling Dragons, because I never had a good run through Chupi, and I've been saying that for years now. Never. I had a great run through Dragons with Fear and Beer, and that's the way it should be. If any, I was going to have a good run with anybody, it was going to be them. And I will hold that to my heart. Choopy, I never had even a good one. And I wanted to love it so bad. Oh. I know Mike's about to say the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had good runs. I had good runs in Dragons. Um, just Chupacabra was m- m- my best of the year. Yeah. Um, and I, I adore that house. I love the storytelling. I, I just love everything about about what they were able to do in that house. Jonathan, go ahead. I'm still thinking. Okay, okay. I feel like every time I'm asked this question, because we, we, I mean, we were talking about the brackets like, you know, like for a while before, because we had this concept sort of like in our in our brain for a bit. Um, and we always came across this one and we're like, I don't know what what, what wins. And I, I, I always have like a different answer because it's it, it depends on the day, because um, to me, they're, they're so close. Uh, you know, Dueling Dragons has, you know, some amazing like giant you know, sets and, and, and atmosphere and, and some really cool things that make it unique, like the split path. Um, but it also has a lot of uh, misses, like the dragons themselves, uh, I think are big misses and something that uh, can't be overlooked when the house is called Dueling Dragons, uh, where Chupacabra, I feel like it excelled in small sets, uh, though it did have some bigger ones, but it excelled in the sets that were small and had tons and tons and tons of detail like thrown all around them it made the world feel lived in you felt like this was a real place and it wasn't just a haunted house um but that also had a fault where i didn't love the chupacabras um the design uh but but they did have them uh they did had did have quite a bit more than the dragons did um but right now thinking back i just think based on i don't know uh, how much fun i had and i think i'm, I'm gonna go chupacabra but this question can change like this answer can change probably any day but today it's chupacabra <laughs> uh all right uh so chupacabra for me i think nails the vibe the vibe was amazing the facade was great the sound design was impressive i love the characters the mask designs throughout the house it, it just had a lot going for it i don't think it fully hit the mark i think there's some misses for sure but it created a very solid house dueling dragons I think missed plenty of marks. However, the special effects that were used throughout the house, the characters, the story, the interactivity, it it kind of upped it just a bit. And most importantly for me, it's special in my heart. However, because of that, and I think I would vote for Dueling Dragons just because it's special to me, I think this will be the first example where I will uh, seed my vote so we can have a winner. So I will go with Chupacabra. That's fair. I just, I wish I had a good run. I wanted to love this house. I've talked about it enough. I just can't. Yeah, it happens. Uh, But with that, 
Chupacabra will move on, and uh, we're gonna go to our matchup of the night in the ninth seed. It's Spirits <laughs> of the Coven versus the first seed, Darkest Steel. Wow, I wonder who's gonna win this. Remember when I was worried that Darkest Steel was gonna be Spirits of the Coven? <laughs> this is yeah. what I was just yeah. leading up to, apparently. Just bracket right here. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I think it's gonna be the opposite, and Spirits is about to get Darkest Steel. Pine, straw, pine, Do we have? Straw, we could just move pine, on, right? Straw, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Darkest yeah. deal. Cool. Uh, going back to the top of the bracket, we now have the first seeded legends collide going against the fifth seeded descendants of destruction. And I would love to see descendants have a nice long run, but it's not standing up to legends collide for me. Not even close. So that's my vote is legends collide. <coughs> I mean, I'll go. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't want to say the exact same thing. But as much as I love Descendants, Legends is that bitch and will be that bitch. So I'm picking Legends. I don't know. For me, I had some of like my best runs of the year ever in Legends. Like there were some nights where I could not stop screaming in that house that were just absolutely perfect. Um, but I feel like, uh, like on a consistency level, while like Legends had high highs, it also had like low lows for me. Um, where Descendants, it was always pretty stable on how I felt about it. Um, it never had those highs that Legends did, but it never went to the point where I'm like, ah, you know, you know, walking through it um, that I did sometimes in Legends. Not all the time, but it happens sometimes. Um, and I think overall, I'm learning about myself that i really love the aesthetic of the of the like apocalyptic type uh type settings like i like the last of us um and i think that is gonna push descendants of destruction uh to win this for me well that means mike could make things very interesting yeah well i mean i don't think he will but he could I don't think I care enough about Descendants to like ch- challenge it enough to m- take it over Legends. But I will say that I think I thinking looking back, I I have a feel. I think they were very close in my rankings. I think I had like Legends at four and Descendants at like five. So I think I, to in my head looking back, these were pretty close. Um, but I think I'm just going to just for to be so we don't have to have a, like a, a face off or whatever, because um, we I don't think we've thought like of what we are going to do in this scenario that I'm going. I'm going to go with Legends. <laughs> All right. Well, that sees uh, Legends Collide as our first semifinalist. Let's see who will join them when we have the third seated weekend versus the second seated Oddfellow. Oh, I know it's not making it farther. <laughs> Fuck. Let's go, odd fellow. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Come on, that. It, 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 it's time is up, Jonathan. It's odd fellow. <sighs> I know it's 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 moving forward, but you know I, I'm gonna still say weekend. I I love it so much. Can't stop thinking about it. I miss you, you weekend. WWE fucking team. All right, Mike. If you'd like to make it official. Sorry, Jonathan. Jonathan yes. uh, uh, was my favorite of that year. And by Abel. Get out. So uh, they both were very, very good houses. Oddfellow, you know, was my favorite. Don't too, let the door so. hit you on the way out, Abel. Bye. Damn. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Just like, can they please pick somebody else? You can play gasoline on the way out. <laughs> At least I'm not going this year because I think I might actually end it all <laughs> if I was there. <laughs> All right, so that has our first semi-final match as a one versus two seed. Shocker. Who would have thought we'd get there? Let's see if that happens on the other side of the bracket as we have the second-seeded Dead Man's Pier versus the third-seeded Blood Moon. You know what's interesting about these? They were designed by the same person. You know what's interesting about these? Everyone just said Blood Moon was Dead Man's Pier without water. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I preferred that. My vote goes to Blood Moon. I'm I, I gotta go Dead Man's Pier here. Um, I, I think 
while Blood Moon sets were really impressive, I think Dead Man's Pier sets were more so. Um, they have more wow moments for me. Um, and I think I like the atmosphere uh, a lot more in Dead Man's Pier than I did Blood Moon. So I'm going to go Pier. Yeah, Dead Man's Pier was my second, and it was almost my first. Uh, Chupacabra just beat it out on the my last run of the last day. Um, it's it's Dead Man's Pier for me. God damn it. <laughs> you got to talk quicker. Don't be the last one. No, it's not. The, I, I knew I was going to be the last one because I don't know my answer yet. Uh-oh. Because I love both of these so much. And the thing is, like, I should... It should be easy. I should say Dead Man's Pier because I love everything, like aquatic and stuff like that. But Blood Moon was so good. Oh, my... And I love, like, culty... I feel like... I don't know if it's recency bias, but I feel like Blood Moon took the formula from Dead Man and perfected it in terms of, like, sets and being able to see from other rooms and, like, really living in the space. So I want to pick Blood Moon, but then we're at a tie. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want to pick Dead Man because I really think Blood Moon is better at the... <sighs> where did I... Where did Dead Man's end up on my final list for 31? Was it... I don't think it was first or second i think it fell it was third for me at the end of the run i remember that that's i think it might it had to be three or four for me because i don't think it was one or two and blood moon i think for sure it was my number two for this year this past year i have to pick blood moon and i will not concede (laughs) well there it is friends we have a tie so the question is does anyone feel like they could concede no matter like anything that comes because there's an alternative you know let me know if you feel like you could or if you feel set in your ways. I mean, Jonathan, I think, had Blood Moon as like nine. Yeah, he him. has no shot. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty Blood, set with Dead Man's Beer. Mike, do you feel like you could flip at all? Because if you don't, I have another way to flip. Blood, Blood Moon was like, it was a solid house for me. I think it was like four. Um, yeah, it was four. It was four behind Unmasked. Because my my rankings were Oddfellow, Darkest Deal, Unmasked, Blood Moon, um, and Dead Man's. I I feel strongly that that Dead Man's Pier is was a better house than than Blood Moon. I have all to right. Say. We're gonna have to go into the super scientific way of finding out the winner by flipping a virtual coin on Google. Do we all understand the rules before we do this? Do we know the overtime rules, guys? Uh, yeah, the time runs out at the end of the quarter, right? If we have possession of the ball. Uh, all right. So I say the higher seed probably heads, lower seed tails. Does that make sure. that fair? That works. All right. So dead man's heads, blood moon tails. It's spinning. Dead man heads an easier way what to is the, figure it out. It is tails. It says tails. It's like a goblet with fire coming out of it, but it's tails. Oh, is that blood moon? That's blood moon. Woo! I promise. There it goes. I, promise I didn't rig it. I do not care enough about this. <laughs> I was like, it's the fact that none of us can see Duff. It is like, not so that important. This is the honor system. All right. So blood moon will move on to the semifinals off a of kind of weird win, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, a shaky Here win. <laughs> A shaky win is still. Do you consider like a tie where like the clock just runs out? I don't know. Like, is that a win? You still get points. Fair. All right. Anyways, uh, let's see who they're going to face. As we have the fourth seeded Fiesta de Chupacabras versus the first seeded Darkest Deal. Hi, Darkest Deal. You're my winner. Yeah, I can't even. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all. Darkest Deal is like one of my favorite houses of all time. I mean, my vote is Chupacabra, but I don't think it's going to matter. It's not unfortunately because I gotta go. I gotta go with Darkest Deal. As much as I just fought for Chupacabra like before, yeah. uh, no, nah, Darkest Deal beats it for me. Yeah, I feel about Darkest Deal like how Jonathan feels about the weekend. Like that and Graveyard Games are my hmm. tippity top. Oh yeah. All right. Well, our semifinals are now set. As in the second matchup, the first seeded Darkest Deal will take on the third seeded Blood Moon. And in our first semifinal matchup, we have. The first seeded legends collide versus the second seeded 
Oddfellow Twisted Origins. I think one of those seeds, one of those sections, are easier than the other. I mean, yeah, that's how things work in brackets, typically. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, was it again? I'm sorry, I don't have an updated one in front of me. I'm just going off vibes. Legends Collide and Oddfellow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, it's it's close. I think we're going down to a coin flip again. It's close. I don't know. But I'm going Legends Collide. Perfect house. Not per- no, not not perfect house. Perfect vibe for me. Uh, it's everything I could have wanted in the mummy esque house. The sets, the scares were phenomenal. Like best scare design I've seen in a long time. Um, it, it, yeah, it wins. We might have a tie here, actually. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Oddfellow. Uh, I just I I love that house so much. The vibes were very me. I loved like you know circus stuff. Um, I think they they did so much uh, in that tent of making it not just feel like a you know like a clown house, um, but instead making it feel like this is Horror Nights doing a you know a circus type house. Get ready! And I, I just I loved it. I loved that the fact that not only was it a great house on its own with great scares and effects and sets, but that it also was my first icon house, um, just sole icon house, and that they did it so well. Um, so. I have to. Uh, I like Legends a lot, but I, I have to pick Oddfella. All right, Mike. Yeah, I, I agree, Jonathan. Um, I like Legends, but it's not close. It's uh, Oddfella odd for me. Um, I, I Legends is not even my favorite of Monsters House of of these two years. All right. Does anyone feel like they could be changed in their ways? <clears throat> I didn't go yet. Oh, you didn't. Did you no. just assume? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he assumed. Wow. <laughs> Am I right? I, okay, so here's the thing. I was like, I, I could have been swayed, but something Jonathan said in favor of Oddfellow actually made me want to go against Oddfellow. Uh, oh. Because he's also my first icon house. But the farther away we get from it, I can't ignore that some of the rooms were just curtains because that's what a circus tennis and I there were a lot more holes than I remember and I just feel like I love Oddfellow but I think I loved interactions with him more than the house overall and I okay. think that that one room so like you were like fighting like you were saying your thing and I was like it was my first icon house but I'm not like it didn't move me in the same way but I think it's because I are I had my my house that got me last year no that makes a lot of sense and I wanted, I wanted him to be. So yeah, I'm gonna pick Legends. But it's funny that like you, the thing that like swayed you so hard is like what made me go, oh, maybe I didn't love it as much as I thought. <laughs> so thank <laughs> you. It's funny. <laughs> well, I guess I assumed right. So yeah, you did. I'm sorry, but I wanted to at least. Oh, no, you're my good. Piece. You're good. You're good. <laughs> That's my fault. Uh, so we do have yeah. another tie. I'm gonna assume no one's flipping on this one. No. So the coin uh, no, will not, be flipping. No. Does anyone want to change whose heads, whose tails? Does that matter to anyone? No. It doesn't matter. All right. Legends collides heads. Oddfellow tails. It is tails. Oddfellow advances. I'll take it. There okay. we go. Here we go. And our first finalist. There's balance in the universe. Yeah, I guess so. Oddfellow twisted origins. Moving on to the finals. Will it be Darkest Deal as a first seed joining them? Or Blood Moon as a third seed? It's uh, um, my literal rankings last year. Yeah. You know, we made them a couple months ago where Darkest Deal won, Blood Moon 2. So, just, just, yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Those are also mine. Yeah. Darkest Deal was higher than Blood Moon for me. So it's Darkest Deal. Yeah. Not even a competition for me. Uh, Darkest Deal as well. If anyone is going to pick Blood Moon, it would be Duff and I, too. And the funny thing is, we're not. Yeah, so yeah it's kind of cooked there. It kind of sucks to be Blood Moon. And, and it was both of our number two, so it's not that it's, we don't love it. Well, it's just, it's just coming down to our, it's pretty unfortunate. our number one houses. Because I think it's about yeah. to be split. Because uh, it is the first-seeded Darkest Deal versus the second-seeded Oddfellow. <laughs> yeah. And we had this discussion again on the podcast uh, a couple months ago. And... Um, we're about to be split, so let's make it official. Uh, Darkest deal for me. Yep. 
I mean, it's closer to this is the closest one that I think I could see myself sway. Oh, like I have oh. to say that, like, like these are my one and two. And and while my one, I really liked my one. If someone really wanted to try to twist my arm, I wouldn't necessarily say um, it's like impossible that I could I could be swayed. But I. Um, that's why I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to see how it how Ooh. it falls. Well, I'm going to Jonathan make it fall. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going odd fellow. I I did love both of these houses. Like we said, there's a reason they they both made it this far. They're both great houses. Um, but to me, I just I love the vibe of odd fellow a lot more. Um, I I think I I I don't know. Like it just. I love the sets. I love the, the, the music, the scenery, the, the, the scares. I just, I think it all worked for me on a, I don't know if this will help sway you, Mike. I don't think it will, but I think it worked for me on a personal level um, because I just, I love this style of, um, and I love carnivals. I love clowns. I love stuff like that. One of my favorite houses ever is killer clowns from outer space. I'm into this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that you did it right and also made it scary while tying it into not only past lore, but making new, you know, lore for it as well. Um, and tying it to an icon that also tied to the entire event. Um, I mean, it, it's going to win for me. I love Darkest Deal a lot. I think it, Darkest Deal, what it excelled at was story, uh, story and scares. Um, but the vibe overall for Oddfellow is going gonna, is gonna to push it to the top for me on a very personal level. Yeah. Well, Mike, if I may try to sway you quick before you have to vote on a not personal level and something that we all saw, just one comment: storytelling. They both had great storytelling, though. Mm, um, how much story did Oddfellow actually have told? Yeah, I my compared to Darkest Deal. To back up the story thing is that we got this really deeply rooted story with the Zodiac and everything. And then slowly throughout the run, those Zodiac kind of characters were pulled from the house. Or I saw less and less of them. So for me, the Oddfellow story started getting stripped away as casting and staffing started to have problems. And I didn't see that in Darkest Deal as much. I I think the thing that would sway me, and I think they were both pretty well liked, but I would say like... This is not necessarily my opinion. It would be maybe like like a consensus pick for like what the fan favorite of the year was. Um, but I think they were both pretty well liked. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go to Oddfell. It's going to have to come down to a coin flip. There we go. Ooh. I don't see. My thing is in the final rankings, if we were to give everything like scores, Darkest Steel scored higher because I had Oddfellow much lower than you guys had Darkest Steel and Oddfellow together. So I'm just saying, out of fairness, like I feel like the sway. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like Duff, where did you have Oddfellow in the I, final? That did is you? fair, but that would ruin the point of the bracket too. No, no, I'm just saying, like it, I, if we Going were taking flip. that in consideration, if we were taking flip. that in consideration, Oddfellow did not score anywhere near Darkest Steel. Hey. Listen, I'm confident in the coin flip because we've got two tails in a row. A heads is coming. And Darkest Steel has heads because it's the higher seed. So, I'm confident. Don't let me down, Google coin. (laughs) All right. It's flipping. Heads, let's go. There we go. Darkest Steel. Let's go. There's no world that odd. Well, well deserved, Darkest Deal. <laughs> Oddfellow's a good runner-up. Uh, and, uh, I mean, both of our finalists were from 32. Three of our four semi-finalists for 32. So, uh, I think 32 wins this competition. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This, it's not the recency bias. This terrible way to have them compete. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It, it ended the way it did. And that's 32. Can we do that? We need to go back and do this with, like, years that weren't close. Oh, I want to do this like, or let's do like a stack. Let's do like 28 or 29 versus like, I don't know. Like 29 versus 31 or something. Yeah. Like there's so many different layouts. We can even do this with years. We didn't go just based off like, 
you know, we could do scare zones too. Like, there's so many different things we can do with this. Oh, we got new filler content, baby. Hey, yeah. if you guys have any like matchups, like interesting matchups you can think of, just uh, shoot us a DM, send us a little comment. You know where to find us. Voicemails. Yeah. If you want to oh, talk voice- about anything yeah. we just yes. chose over your favorite, let us know that we were terribly wrong. If you want to literally bring a head to head matchup to us in a voicemail, that'd be fucking fun. Let's do it. Yeah, and that voicemail is 407-906-4134. You can also let us know on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and YouTube at HHN365 or on TikTok at HHN365Pod. Or you can let us know at Discord, and that link is in the description. Um, and we have a merch shop, which would be difficult yeah, to probably, let us know don't at. don't let us know that. Well, that means you <laughs> bought something probably. So. Yeah, yeah, let us yeah, know go ahead. by buying yeah, yeah. something. Um, at hhn365.com and uh, we're interested to hear your uh, thoughts and we'll see you in the streets.